Chloe muffled her yawn against the firm pectoral muscle beneath her cheek. Saul radiated warmth as usual, comforting her against the ambient chill lingering in the air. She snuggled closer and threw one arm across his chest. His hair, worn loose around his shoulders, tickled her nose to disrupt her sleep whenever his position shifted. Chloe, he murmured, rousing her with his voice and a firm hand circling her back. Just a few more minutes. So sleepy, she mumbled. She clumsily pushed his blonde mane aside with one hand, batting it like a kitten. Chloe, Saul repeated again. She cheekily reacted by delivering a nip against his throat. Her boyfriend startled enough to jump, then a rumbling chuckle of laughter vibrated beneath her hand, felt throughout his broad and powerful chest. Perhaps you should open your eyes before initiating something we cannot continue in privacy. Hmm? Chloe groggily raised her head and blinked as the world around her gained clarity. Saul sat beside her in a gray plush seat with floor space to accommodate his long legs. Across from them, another pair of reclining seats housed two sleeping passengers. Chloe rubbed her eyes and took in the bizarre tableau. A flight attendant wheeled a half-dozen covered dishes, followed by another attendant bearing a cart of stacked pillows. A uniformed man poured wine for their neighbors a few feet away. The realization dawned slowly. That's right, we're flying back home. First class. She was bringing Saul to Houston where her sexy dragon savior would be set loose in the big city. Giddy, she clapped her hands together, then twisted to the window. I must have fallen right to sleep. God, I still can't believe you agreed to this, Chloe said. Saul's brows rose. Why? Because I thought you'd pull the big alpha man thing and insist on having it your way. Saul chuckled again. Chloe, I have lived long enough to know that all things come in time. I care for you deeply and will neither bully you nor dispense ultimatums. Genuine desire should bring you to my home to stay as my bondmate. Genuine desire. I do desire it, she thought. But she also had a life back home in dire need of closure. She raised the window cover and took in the rolling green hills of Texas crossed by ribbons of highway. It wouldn't be much longer to reach Houston, where her roommate Marcy promised to pick them up. It's funny seeing you in an actual shirt, too. I was beginning to think you only owned one set of jeans, she teased him. I can't believe you actually own clothes, but there better be more like that in your suitcase. You're traveling a little light. A smug smile surfaced over his bearded face. Saul shook his head. I assure you, Mahasti has organized a sufficient amount of garments to suit my needs. I will remain clothed. Good. Chloe didn't want to share the sight of her man's glorious chest with anyone. Reassured by Saul's convincing words, she settled back into the plush chair, squirmed, and inevitably ended up leaning against him again. Would you like lunch before our arrival? Where has this airline been all of my life? Oh, that's right, somewhere over there in I Can't Afford This Land— in the same country as the real world, where dragons don't really exist and people work hard for a living. Two months ago, Chloe couldn't have guessed that a limitless realm of comfort loomed in her future. Saul pampered her, treated her like a queen, and never asked for anything in return but unconditional love, affection she would have readily given even if he didn't have a dime to his name.
Marcy wanted to take us to dinner in a few hours, but to be honest with you, I'm starved, Chloe admitted. A little snack wouldn't hurt. Good, I ordered for you. Chloe had her doubts, but the next cart of steaming hot meals brought a tangy serving of honey ginger salmon, a side of saffron rice, and a small salad. She devoured it and would have scraped the last grain of rice from the savory sauce if Saul's gloating expression didn't make her want to punch him. A little snack indeed.